Evening, everybody. Welcome to Sexy Times. Sound off when you hear your name, Gertrude. Not following the joke. Okay, never mind. Watch <laughs> your mind. As promised, uh, because there was nothing going on at uh, at, at uh, the the Target Geek Out Fall Geek Out for GI Joe this morning. We <laughs> promised. Uh, nothing but an hour of Aaron Judge home run highlights, backed by Frank Stallone's Far From Over. Uh, so now just uh, everybody sit back, relax, and enjoy some highlights. We're going to smack some dingers. This no, copyright strike brought we, to you by... We can't do that. We, we, can't, we can't actually do that. You can do it for five and a half seconds. Yeah, that, that actually, that was... 4.8 or something, just to be safe. It's twice but, as long as you need. Right. <laughs> That's what she said. Hey. Pre-show payback. What... Pre-show payback. Not what she says. But anyways, uh, hang out. We'll chat some after our kick-ass theme song. <laughs> That's a fun one. Toe tapping. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to What's On Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm your host, Mike Irizarry. How's everybody doing this evening? Great. Yeah, I'm a little disturbed, I'll be honest. All right. Well, we'll, we'll start with you, uh, Top Bro. He's the former head of marketing for G.I. Joe at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's right. And this That's is the only, the only non-traditional Yankee hat I own. Okay. I'm rocking the back in black, digging it. Um, but we, no, right then when you hit the theme song, I have some funky icon up in my toolbar down there, and I make sure everything else is off, right? Reboot the whole computer. I am dedicated to the show. And I got some, like, circular neon green icon down there I've never seen before in my life. So since we have a good 12 seconds to play with, I'm like, hey, what's this? Click on it. Spotify. I didn't even know I had Spotify. <laughs> well, you do what, now. What's it doing turning on randomly right as the podcast goes live? I'm going to get to the bottom of this. They're trying to spy on you. I guess, man. They Was know they're playing Frank Stallone? Our audio <laughs> our audio listeners can find us through Spotify, so they're, they're trying to figure out what's up. Frank Stallone, probably the second most famous Stallone. I Very guess, yeah. Big old silver medal for Frank. Look, man, I'll give Frank Stallone this. He's always been in on the joke. Yeah, it's true. He's always been a good sport about being the second most popular Stallone. Be- being the second banana to younger brother Biff. <laughs> oh, 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 oh Rocky and Bob Sighting. Hello. Says hi, dude. Hi, Mom. Hi. How you doing? Okay. You- what are you doing? 
we're we are we are live going around the world. Oh, we're getting also, banned. We're getting that's banned. Good. That's Get good. banned in Antarctica. No. To all to all you the troops abroad and all the ships at sea. Otherwise, she doesn't. She doesn't want to go to Antarctica. No, no, nobody does. We're, that's why we're banned there. But would you please do something to embarrass your daughter? No. <laughs> give her a big old. Give her a big old kiss. See, she she earned there this. There it is. He's my love, my blood. Oh my god! Okay, mom. <laughs> But uh, joining us at the bottom right corner, that's uh, that gentleman down there. He's home from teaching our children. It's Rack Time Rob. Hello. Anything new to report from the front? Uh, um, I did not have to uh, fill out any cards on my body fluid bingo card today. So, you know, uh. unlike yesterday where I almost filled it uh. because they were filling it. Oh, boy. Uh. Uh, see, I asked, and then I get really disappointed when it actually is a poop day. Yeah. Yeah, not today, though. All, All right. right at, least, at least they got you off. Took care of you on Friday. Yeah, gave me a Friday off. Now, I haven't been here that long. I'm still the new guy. Is this a rookie card? Is this a debut appearance for Mama Colton? It, it absolutely is. Yes. Standing. Right, she keeps zoning in and out of Joe's background. Right? It's like, it's, it's like she's coming out of it like Homer coming out of the oh! <laughs> emerging, emerging from a cast of cobras. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful. Wes appearing like a wraith to terrify his bride, <laughs> or Joe's mom cheering him on. Beautiful. She has no friends. In there. <laughs> when, when we first met Joe's mom, we were standing in line at, at GoCon in Chattanooga, and instantly she was on my side, right? Yes. Yeah, she takes everybody's side but mine. You know, just yeah. didn't even didn't ask any questions. She didn't no. know who I was. I showed up and I started busting her daughter's chops and she decided, this fat one, he's okay. Yeah, she's like, come on, you tell her. And I was like, mom, no, this is Mike. Like, he, he does this. No, 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 I like him. <laughs> he's right. Okay, mom. I got to figure, as Joe's mom, you know, you and her go way back. Um, and so she just probably knows that the other side needs help. Right? <laughs> That's what I figured. Yeah, a lot of kids. She takes Wes's side all the mm -hmm. time, and on top of that, she's like, "Don't be mean to him. Be nice." Yeah, she like because she likes this one, right? Yeah, she likes this one. The thing I like about <laughs> Wes is how unexpected he is. <laughs> also coming out of the hedge like Homer said. Terrifying. That was the best. <laughs> I was your like little head about here, and I was like, "Why?" There was like. No, now he's now he's fitting in the background, kind of. Yeah, he's just another Cobra soldier. To all our viewers, if someone does that behind me, dial nine one one. Yeah, it is. It is not a bit. <laughs> no, no. That I mean, we got we got TikTok fodder for this week. That's for sure. Yep, I've oh, had yeah. this much fun since we had a third Arizari running around. 
right? It's messed up right there. Man. You clip this She's... and just me screaming. <laughs> She's back with us after four weeks on the road yeah. and on sick leave. Yes. Joe Colton is back in the house, everyone. Hello, everybody. Right. I've missed you. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. We saved you for last. It wasn't not a not a a question of moving you down the pecking order, but you needed to make a we needed to make a production out of your first run back with us. I don't know if you guys can hear her. She's just like telling what like she met you guys. You're all good people. Oh my god, mom! I mean, we're meeting the parents. I mean, apparently this is moving along well. Oh <laughs> Mark, Mark, you've never met. You've never met the. Uh, Have you a, never met me. my mom, Mark? Nope. Oh, that's weird. She she was like, I remember seeing Mark, and I was like, yes, this is Mark, and then this Rob. He's tough to miss. Tall, yeah. I mean, you never met her. Okay, so that we're both at the same job town. It's surprising you get you didn't. Yeah, like, I knew her. The last Joe Con, she was there. I don't, I don't I, know if I, I did. Like a, a pale ginger watch hand. Because I was. Yeah, mom remembers him. She's like, "That's Mark." And I was like, "Oh, there you no. go." <laughs> well, I don't know how to put this, but it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> People know me. As a, as a small quiz, yes. Uh, to make sure that you are in fact the correct person. Hmm. Uh, let you back on the show. We have one question to ask you, and you have to get this right. Uh, uh, do the honors, if you will. What's my name? Whose name? My name. Rob. All right. It's all right. <laughs> She's all right. Sounds well legit. Sounds legit. Sounds legit. She's in. She's she back. Was there a doubt? Like, kind of, oh, uh, you should, Joe. The last like four weeks, people were just popping up on the pre-show. Like, here I am. Like, yeah. No, don't think so. You're way too early. I know. I, I believe at one point we had to keep out Putin. Wow. <laughs> he is looking for places to hide. Yeah. Hey, it's the uh, most googled thing this week is how to get out of Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Putin, Putin was trying to put together the, to complete his October card set. I guess he's he's missing Dinah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, Matt Rubin, we are doing capture on the team stream now. You can't be too careful. Oh. True. You cannot be too careful. So um, I tell you what, guys, while I am uh, uploading... All the news? Yes. <laughs> Done. That's, I, I, I was about four hours short of prep time today. I have a new job now. And I didn't have, uh, like, it's really messing with me. Because normally, um, in, in my previous job, I, I only worked half the day on Friday. So I had all afternoon to get ready and, 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 and get prepared for the show. And then today, I had, like, two hours, period. So, yeah. Like I was doing work earlier in the week and that's bullshit. I, I can't, I'm not, I, I can't, I can't, I can't make a schedule like that. Does that make you first to the swear jar? I, I don't know. I, I, I think, uh, I think Joe Colton, when she was surprised, gave us some expletives. Oh, that's probably yeah. true. Did I? I don't know if I did. But, um, Diana Davis Wait. asked my, my, my Twitter uh, post from yesterday was that they have, 
uh, security has has not provided me with any kind of logins or clearances or passwords, and about half of them, yes, not the ones I need to do any actual work, but but we're, we I can at least log in and check my email now, so I can log in, check my email, and then play games on my phone, as opposed to just playing games on my phone. Sounds like a great job. It I have said it. It may be the best job I've ever had. Yeah. Maybe the greatest job I've ever had. Anyhow, um, so yeah, this t- this morning was was the Target Fall Geek Out. There was really very little to talk about from the event itself. But before we get into all of that news, what do you say we get into community calendar? Woohoo! Where, where did my buttons go? There we go. There's a Comic-Con or a toy show. What Conjo Mind wants to know. Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community Calendar. I I do enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Joe Colton remains nonplussed. <laughs> and muted. She's muted us to, to curse at me under her breath. I'm, I have so many other photos. Like right back to normal. <laughs> what what was I bothering you for all week this week? I sent you two. I know, I know, but you 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 know what my goal is with these things. I have. Do you have a photo no. where you look very surprised? Yes, we I do. We do me. now. Yeah. <laughs> Now we do. Now we have several. Thanks, Wes. <laughs> this is your own fault because you're not wearing headphones. Your own fault. <laughs> oh, the, the, the sheer filth. <laughs> From the top left is impressive. That's what we do here. So anyways, uh, first up on the old community calendar. Uh October 16th, it's the New England GI Joe Show. The Knights of Columbus Hall in Tewksbury, Massachusetts. Uh, stick around. Maybe they'll serve you some tater tots. Maybe not. I don't know. Can't say for sure. 10 till 2. Admission is $7. Kids are free. Uh, early admission at 9 a.m. is $20. And again, uh, I'll, I'll say it one more time. The most notable thing about this graphic is, is how pissed Flint looks to be looking at all those like- other... It's like you had to watch his sister's kids or something. I just think it's charming that you think a Knights of Columbus Hall will be serving tater tots and not something else. Well, I mean, you know, sure, but I, you know, I'm, I've already how many strikes have I chalked up on the show already? <laughs> I mean, I've got swearing, I've got, uh, I've got uh, Sig- public signaling signals, I've got uh, a potential copyright strike. I mean, from the Frank Stallone. Right, you know he needs the money. Come on now. Uh, request to edit the sound. That uh, request is denied. Mm-hmm. I will. I will not. I enjoy how it roars through the through the speakers and almost almost to the feedback point. Ever since then, I have brought the the levels down on sound. But I, I don't. I don't want to do that on community calendar. I, I like it loud. Is Bob Tewksbury signing at this show? He is not. Mm. What I understand. Uh, Flint got that who ate all the donuts face. <laughs> can't agree more. <laughs> so if you're uh, around Tewksbury, like the honcho is, mm-hmm. on October 16th, that's a Sunday. 
So no soccer games. No church, though. Whatever. They get church at night. Yeah, I guess that's true. What if I can convince Elizabeth to go? She'll go with you. Mm. She'll go with you. It's iPad time the whole way up. Okay. Samantha Henry says, I think the loudness is amazing. Never changes. There you go. Loud is what we need. We have a show with Joe Colton. <laughs> you know we're going to bring the noise. <laughs> and possibly the funk. That's true. Well, I mean, we do all try to shower before we go, so maybe not. Sadly, that would be probably the funk we bring. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but I came right, right from the gym. Yeah. It's all swole. <laughs> I know. It's all swole. Now I know what Brock Lesnar feels like with those laps just kicking. <laughs> so anyways, further down the ladder. We got the New Jersey Collector Con that is in Cherry Hill, New Jersey on October 29th. That is a 10 to 5 hours, a $10 admission, $20 early bird at 8 o'clock a.m. You don't need to be at a toy show at 8 a.m. Bad things happen. That's like being in a bar after 2 a.m. <laughs> That's spending too much money and having some regrets. That's what that is. Nothing good happens at 8 a.m. Not at in a Jersey. Toy show. Well, yeah, everything's legal in Jersey. In Jersey. That's that's why Mike Weber was a cop there. That's right. That's borderline Pennsylvania, though, isn't it? Isn't Cherry Hill right on the border? I don't, I, I believe we figured that out last week, yes. Yeah. Close to Philadelphia. Sneeze and you're in Philly. It is a, a likely, that, a that likely candidate for a Jim Butel sighting. Yes. Wait. So I used to, like, get a lot of my collectibles there and also, like, start Christmas shopping there. Mm-hmm. Anybody in particular? Andrew Galgan <laughs> says, uh, 17 minutes in, and Joe looks like she's regretting her life. Probably. <laughs> he loves it here. Don't, yep. don't, let her, don't let her sulking fool you. I, I like the point, though, that you can do some gift shopping there, because, you know, there's a birthday coming up. Just saying. But, uh, Diana Davis asks, is Cherry Hill less thrilling than Strawberry Hill? I think it has to be. No, if you, yeah. ever met, if you ever met Strawberry Hill, you well, wouldn't I, ask that question. I'm sorry, I was uh, I was confusing with, with Blueberry Hill. Oh, yeah. that's right. My bad. But um, uh, quick question for Joe Colton from Die Hard 3.75. That's a new name. Uh, welcome to the show. We appreciate you. Uh, Joe Colton's favorite G.I. Joe cosplay character. Um... So it's always a toss-up between Scarlet and the Baroness. Depends on my mood. So those are my my go-to gals. You do have that killer Crimson Apps costume from a couple weeks ago. Couple sure. years ago. Yeah, with a flamethrower that was made out of metal. So Scarlet and Baroness first and second, but third place, Leopardo. <laughs> or maybe Leopardo. I don't know. Either way. Uh, Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's not even the same guy. This guy's like Brazilian or something. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. He's, he's a commando. M- yeah, he's incognito or condo. I don't care. <laughs> Samantha Henry asks, Mike and Rob, are you planning to, on being Tomax and Zamat for Halloween? Uh, no. No, we are not twins. Rob is two years older than I am. Uh, second off, we are planning Lobotomax and Zamatable. Nice. Actually, I'm going to be doing my favorite, my favorite thing. The guy who doesn't answer the door and saves all the Reese's peanut butter cups for himself on Halloween. 
That's true. He did do this last year. I was I was at work. I bought like four bags of candy, and I come home, and there's still four bags of candy, except for the stuff he's eaten. <laughs> and underneath those bags of candy is a letter from the the uh, the apartment complex saying that if if you were gonna planning on being home, they were gonna give you a sign to put on the door so that kids would go to the door. And there was no sign on the door, of course, because Rob hid this letter uh, from me so that I wouldn't bother him about it. And he would have a bag of peanut butter cups and a bag of Snickers and a bag of Snickers with different mixes of Snickers all to himself. So you see, you understand, like Rob, for the show's purposes, Rob is the good one, right? Somehow... On this panel of Boy Scouts, <laughs> uh, Joe Colton and I are, are are billed as the scoundrels. But no, no, it's it's Rob stealing candy from babies. Right now, hey, favorite... look after last year, the last thing I wanted were kids knocking on my. Door. <laughs> yeah, you did your job. There, there are children in this building that we. Who oh, I see at the high school every day already. <laughs> in the. Now- Everybody has favorites, and that's been done to death. But what are the dogs of the Halloween candy? The stuff they put in your in your bag, and you look at it and you're like, Jesus, shouldn't even come to this house. I mean, we're we're from a different generation, right? Like we we're we're all old enough that we got apples. Yeah, we got pencils. Pencils. Yes, pencils. A bit of honey. Yeah, we got bags of pennies. Bit of honey is bit of honey is gross, but it's better than bag of pennies. Uh. Pennies. Oh yeah, I gotta say because I'm not a coconut guy. Mounds or almond joy? Yes, garbage. almond joys or whatever. Garbage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coconut. Any coconut thing? Not, See, not now buying that's, that on sale. That's what you know. That's where Dad would come in. Dad was candy garbage disposal. Yeah, he. <laughs> our our dad loves terrible candy. Yeah, he like, loves bit of honey. He all loves- over mounds and almond joy. Loves black jelly beans. Tootsie Roll barely counts. Right? Oh no, Tootsie Rolls are great. Eh. A little between the cheek and gum, Tootsie Rolls. Are oh, good Tootsie candy. Rolls are awesome, and you know what makes them even better? Tootsie Pop. I'll give you Tootsie Pop, but Tootsie Rolls get old quick. But uh, they 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 are usually one of the longer lasting ones in the candy bag. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you get the Tootsie Roll flavor up. rolls where you get the different flavors. Outstanding. But yeah, Dad, Dad, uh, black licorice, circus peanuts. Oh. Loves all of them, and and like none, like there's four kids, right? None of us inherited any of those tastes from him. <laughs> yeah, not, so, not a single one. So with four kids and basically no standards as far as candy goes, <laughs> your dad must have had a feast every Halloween. <laughs> he, he, he dug, he dug Halloween. He still digs Halloween. Get out there, kids! Bring right. me back some crap. Yeah, now now he lives out in rural Indiana, so he's he's got like some kids on his block, and that's about it. Because yeah, the only thing coming to the door are coyotes. Right, right. So everybody does like trunk or treat stuff. So he's you know he's a seventy five year old guy. He ain't going to no trunk or treat. But I I think it just means that he gets to play the rob game and just buy candy that he wants to eat, which means giant bag of almond joy. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, New Jersey Collector Con. I was just gonna say, props to Diana Davis and Matt Rubin for mentioning hundred grand bars. Oh, those are good. Crazy underrated. Yeah, whoppers too. Yeah. Gotta love you some malted milk balls. 
And then if if you if you get too many of them, you just dump them all in the blender, and you get you you make yourself killer milkshakes with those. There ones. is a there is a point with Whoppers. Like if you had a gigantic bowl, like when you got to number thirty eight, you'd be like, yeah, never eating another one ever. Yeah, no, that's why that's why you just keep the you add a couple of them to your milkshake, and it brings all the boys to the yard. All all the boys, all the girls, all the everythings. What were we talking about? Uh, New Jersey Collectors Con. Oh, yeah. Uh, October 29th, if you're around the Philadelphia, northern New Jersey area. Get yourself out there. Good show. Joe Colton gives it her full endorsement. She gives it one freaky toe up. You got to be out there at that one, Joe Colton. You're on mute. Still on mute. I still understand her, though. She said no. No. No, because we'll be up. We might be up. Well, we're going to be up in Jersey, but... I don't know how close it is to Cherry Hill. All right. All right. Next show on the docket. We talked about it all last week. November 4th and 5th in Des Moines, Iowa. Assembly required. Head over to codenameiowa.com. Get yourself all the information. Or, God forbid, go back and watch last week's show, you humps. Whoa. (laughs) It's not a curse, but it's awesome. Right. (laughs) You humps. All of a sudden, it's in a whole episode of NYPD Blue. Ah. <laughs> oh, uh, Samantha Henry says watermelon anything is the greatest. That is a that is a lie. That is not yeah, not going there. Watermelon fla- watermelon is fantastic. Watermelon flavored candy is the worst. Watermelon truly overrated. Just saying. I mean, actual watermelon, love it. I need my weight in watermelon, but watermelon candies. <laughs> Um, gross yeah like diana davis i like the watermelon flavored watermelons <laughs> see Mark Zita gets it Thinking of hot jumps, bro bro but uh yes at the high v hall in downtown des moines because where else would the high v hall be but downtown des moines uh, November 4th and 5th, get yourself to assembly required, uh, especially if you're there Saturday. Everything on Saturday is free. Uh, but lots of great stuff. Again, head to codenameiowa.com. Get all of the ticket packages and prices and activities and all the cool stuff that they're doing there. Uh, or tune into last week's episode. Or do both. Those card backs that he's doing? Yeah. Fantastic. Just there's Just there's good. always good art from uh from Mr. Brian Sauer at Assembly Required. You can yeah. never never say no to the artistic endeavor going on there. Uh, we also got uh, Fanboy Expo. That is here in here in the hometown, Indianapolis, Indiana, November twelfth and thirteenth at the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Uh, I drove past it on my way home from work yesterday. I I will never do that at around five thirty p.m. again. <laughs> Error. Yeah. Uh, guests include Peter Cullen, Barbara Eden, Dave Foley, Jerry the King Lawler, Lex Luger, Lee Majors, Rikishi, Lindsey Wagner, Frank Welker, and many more. That's a good run right there. That's a good run there. Hey, that's the $6 million man and the bionic woman. Right. And the total package. Fred from Scooby-Doo. And his bionic elbow. And, uh, and, and Optimus Prime and Megatron, who are fairly bionic as well. Also Eeyore. <laughs> The bionic tail. <laughs> and uh, that'd be something if you put the bionic sound effect over your moving. 
And then, of course, Dave Foley. Dave Foley. Honestly, remind me. I can't place it. Dave Foley is what? Is who? Uh, From Kids in the Hall, News Radio. Oh, okay, okay. Got him. Yeah. And actually, I like him. Uh, So, apologies, Mr. Foley. Uh, I just saw saw those wrestlers, and I thought, Dave Foley, will he be mankind? (laughs) (laughs) It's Mick Foley's older brother, yes. Uh, Cornelius McGillicuddy thought Lee Majors was dead. No. No, they brought him back. They made him better. He's better. They rebuilt him. They had the technology. Thicker. Bro. (laughs) Thicker in the crotch, bro. Yeah. He's bionic crotch, bro. (laughs) Don't ask. (laughs) Paul Sidaway says, that's Lee Marvin. Lee Marvin's dead. (laughs) How did he know he meant Lee Marvin? <laughs> it, uh, yeah, Andrew Garrison. He's we know where he's thinking. Heather Thomas will be there. Got there, right? My expo. Sign so my poster. Right. I didn't have room on the list. I figured if if somebody was going to get cut, sure, Heather Thomas. But uh, but you know what? If you're cutting her, then I mean, you're cutting out the possibility of a fall guy reunion. Right. Right. Who was and oh, there was some like slapstick tag along guy. Right. Who was that dude? Yeah, the other guy. Yeah, the other guy. Yeah. The the not six million dollar man and not hot blonde. In the that, in the Adrian Zemed role. Yes. Pretty much. Pretty much. That played this week by Eric Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. But uh Hey, wait, we got Eric Roberts and uh Frank Stallone on the same show. That's gotta be some kind of bingo record. Go go up to Phil's comment. That uh, Lee Marvin died from inhaling too many paint fumes from his wagon. Is that true? No, it's a reference to get this: a musical, "Paint Your Wagon," where the stars are Lee Marvin and Clint Eastwood, those two titans of the Broadway stage, and they are singing, and they're singing. They did not get they did not get other actors to dub in for them. Look, man. Apologies ahead of time, Joe. If Shatner and Nimoy can sing, I think the door is wide open. Yeah, no, that door should have been closed on those two. Art Barr? Probably not. No, no. He's been <laughs> dead for about 30 years now, so no, probably not. Probably not making the trip. What a coup, though. What a coup. Art Barr? He never does shows anymore. <laughs> Well, with being dead for 30 years. Wheel a dusty coffin out there. It could be anybody, frankly. I wonder who's in this coffin. Probably not dusty, though. Too small. No. Well, I mean, he lost a lot of weight before he died. That's true. That's true. He probably got himself into a human-sized coffin at that point. Anyways. And, of course, winding up community calendar. Roll out roll call. Sunday, November 13th in Fordingbridge at the town hall. Sponsored by our good friends at All the Cool Stuff. Uh, you can visit the website at allthecoolstuff.co.uk for all the details. Uh, say hey to our good friend Dave Tree if you make it. Or if you're in foreign lands viewing our show, as many of you are. Mm-hmm. We do appreciate you. We're big in Fording Bridge. I think so. I think by default. I think that because there's two people in Fording Bridge that know who we are, that makes us big in Fording Bridge. 
How do we get Art Bar referenced on this show? I don't know. Talk about, talk about random. I, I think because it came it's off of Alcorn's fault. It's his I, fault. I think because it came Art off Bar. of Douglas Bar being the other guy on the Fall Guy. Ah, ah, there we go. He might be dead too. Who knows? And now, just his career. The Bar Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> just his career. Sure, because we were all waiting on. The big Doug Bar comeback. The big Doug Bar comeback and the Fall Guy relaunch. Speaking of uh, the UK and our friends over there, yes. let's go to our uh, our special correspondent Diana Davis with a with a key point. It's right down there. Just click on it. That's right. <laughs> there we go. The pound is now almost equitable with the dollar by Total Action Force now. There you go. Good, solid advice. Way to plug the damn book. That's it. Good job, Diana Davis. Killing it. We got to kick Joe Colton off again. Get you in here instead. <laughs> Only if she brings her mom. Yeah, that is tall order. Tall order. But Joe Colton is out. We're making, making space. Oh! You can't do that. You know she'll leave. Diana's <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Diana's got to bring her mom and have Cullen attack her from the shadows. <laughs> we got we got standards. <laughs> Don't do it, Diana. Get the shit out of me. Not worth it. All this fame for the heart attack. That's that's it for community calendar. There's a Comic-Con or a toy show, what's on your mind, what's to know, tell Mike, Mark, and Joe, Unity Calendar. And remember, uh, just uh, if, you, if you know a show, if you got a show in your area that you want to plug, uh, send us an email there. Make sure you do more than just a picture or more than just a link, because it'll kick it right into my spam folder, I'll miss it. Right. That's happening. Gmail's up their game, up their spam game lately. So we, we don't wanna we don't wanna miss it. So write me a sentence. As with all emails, just write me a sentence. And I'll catch it, damn it. I'll do it. Is that why there's more spam now? What now? Gmail? I've been getting more spam. Maybe. I don't know. They they those things get tweaked all the time. So uh Samantha Henry wants that as her ringtone. That can be arranged. I, I think you need to drop us an email. But um, Andrew Gaugan says the Fall Guy movie starring Ryan Gosling coming in 2023. No, really. Outstanding. Mm. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't know if I feel about that. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, if you're watching us on uh, Facebook tonight, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Go ahead and give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. Um, give us a uh, give us a like. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, do all those cool YouTube things. Leave a comment. Um, share us in all your various social media circles. We're going to grow as much as you guys let us. So whatever you can do to spread the word on, on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, it's going to do a lot more if you do that than when we do that. Because when when I was uh, carpet bombing Facebook with with our posts, it didn't affect a damn thing. 
Um, in fact, our, our viewership got better after I stopped. Uh, <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. And uh, if you're one of our audio listeners uh, on Podbean uh, or Apple Podcasts or even uh, Mark's Spotify account, Mm -hmm. uh, we appreciate you guys too but if you're not watching us on youtube please take a minute get yourself over to youtube subscribe to the channel there that's what you can do to help us out the absolute most if you're watching us on apple tv because the yankees are greedy and they sold the game and it's not on the yes network that's also not how it works just saying yeah the yankees have actually been <laughs> we're working all week to try and get that game back <laughs> As though individual teams sell their rights for yeah. national broadcast. Hmm. Read a lot of that this week on the internet. Wheel. Wheel. Anyways, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that. It, you know what it's time for uh, now that we're through community calendar. Don't blink. It's time for the news. <laughs> <laughs> that, that old thing we've had that for weeks <laughs> it, it's so refreshing to know that you've started watching the show it looks great well thank you too much to ask you to watch the program huh yeah i i don't really pay a whole lot so i suppose that is fair she's got family in town yeah that's yeah, true yeah She'd yeah, like she's very needy. Just put her put her in front of what's on Joe Mind for a couple hours. You get some peace and quiet. She no. She she's like after 10 minutes, she's like, all right, let's like I need to do stuff. You gotta you gotta take me places. Buy me things. No, like she wants supplies so she could like clean and like order mm. things around and arrange things. No. You need to go out and buy a lot of lamb. That's what you need to do. Lamb. I bought six pounds of ground beef. And tzatziki sauce or something like she, that. She she needs, she's making it next week. All right. Excellent. We'll be this it. Live on the show, maybe. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the week after, Joe tackles yep. her arch enemy, chocolate chip cookies. That's live it. from the kitchen. <laughs> Joe's getting that little drool line going. <laughs> I am, too, kind of. Is that right? Seafood pizza and all. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anyways, first news item. I'll wait. Do, 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 do. I thought you were going to have another, like, thing. No, no, no. That's just for the intro. Oh, Okay. Just for the intro. I thought you were like waiting for me to like, so you can push the button. No, no, that's just. No. Okay. Ah! <laughs> that was awesome. That was kind of Kermit the Frog kind of. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> Didn't be a good show. I told you. Happening. Anyways, Hasbro Pulse Gods next week, still. September 30th and October 1st. And we've got, got, got an idea on what's going down. That's the schedule for you right there. Uh, day one on the 30th, 
That is Transformers, Power Rangers, starting lineup, Fortnite, and Marvel. Gotta love that 25-minute Fortnite panel. Yeah. 20-minute starting lineup panel. Yeah, but... Uh, and, and you know they always start those these five minutes late. Starting lineup panel costs 10 bucks to get into. Right. Yeah. And then... <laughs> And then day two is the, t- the day we care about. We got G.I. Joe leading things off at 115. Uh, and then uh, Avalon Hill, Magic the Gathering, Indiana Jones. <coughs> uh, big 15-minute panel for Indiana Jones and Star Wars. I'm kind of interested to see what that Indiana Jones panel is all the same, uh, as there is not currently an Indiana Jones product being made. No, but look at the logo. It's just straight Indiana Jones. So they're going to mine deep into that right yeah they're getting are they melt- filming though they're filming so they, they might have some i think they're done yeah it's that's just I getting think, I, I think they're in uh, i think they're in post-production i guarantee you that first that first series is going to be like indiana jones melting belloc army builder german figure and short round right like it's going to be from all over the place crystal headed alien that nobody liked he'll be in there too i i really do want melting face german Oh yeah, I, I legit melting tote. Yeah. Melting tote. When I was a kid, the tote figure was pretty garbage, but he had a killer black trench coat that just went like over his shoulders, and that was my secret agent trench coat for any of the Joes I wanted to go like undercover. So it was like General Hawk with a black trench coat over his shoulders, <laughs> and people were like, "Who's that guy?" Or it's Snake Eyes formal wear, right? <laughs> Mindbender put it. No, I, put, I remember I put it on Mindbender sometimes because I stole his cool cape for Serpentor's lousy cheap ass cape. Because <laughs> I figure if you're Serpentor and you're wearing that flimsy green thing, and then here comes Mindbender buying this gorgeous black felt cobra cape, you're like, Mindbender, come here. But uh, Phil Donnelly says they already made meaty face toad as an alternate head. Okay. Melty, he meant. We don't, we don't want meaty face. We want... kind of like meaty. It's going to have... But three years from now, people are going to be another Sala figure. Come on! I'd buy a 6 issue Deanna Jones. Now, Tony Renteria says, won't do Nazi stiff. <laughs> yeah. They'll, no, they'll, that's that's why I said German. Yeah, they'll, they'll do enemy soldiers. Mm-hmm. They'll be in in crisp gray uniforms, but they won't have any kind of insignias. And frankly, that'll that'll be okay for Indiana Jones shooting people with his revolver and whipping them with, yeah. with his bullwhip. I don't now. I don't think Hasbro will even go this far. But there have been a ton of World War II collectibles over the years who have used the black Iron Cross. Look, I mean, Hasbro to, to avoid the other emblem. Hasbro did generic generic soldiers. 10 years ago when the, when they had the Indiana Jones license. Yeah. They just called him German soldier or Russian soldier. Yeah. Dude, that was, that was a Freudian crossover. Indiana Jones is going to be amazing. <laughs> Snake eyes with a bullwhip. Well, you know. So, yeah, one fifteen on Saturday. Uh, we will be on on Saturday next week, not on Friday. So what time we'll be on? Well, we'll find out. We, we, we haven't figured that out yet. We don't know if we're going late. We're going to go right after. We'll go right after the panel. We'll be on for eight hours. It'll be amazing. Yeah, and then we'll all miss the pre-orders for Serpentor. Right. 
No, that's not till five, I think. Mm -hmm. So we will go from immediately after the panel until five o'clock. We'll just fill time. We'll bring out uh, Jerry Lewis to do a rare musical number. <laughs> and <laughs> we just like the old telethons. We'll get Donnelly on, and we'll literally call it fill time. It'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> in time with Biff McHonky Dog. That's it. We'll, uh, we'll get him to do his Frank Stallone cover. Isn't that what they used for the uh, the uh, synchronized male swimmers on Saturday Night Live? It is yes. Correct. Absolutely it is. Bill isn't a strong swimmer. I can't swim. Uh, He's not mad not at you. a strong swimmer. He's not mad at you. He's just pointing at you. I know you. I know, I you. know you. Hey, you. Guess you had to be there. Oh, maybe. Maybe. It's the anniversary of the day Cullen and I got hitched. Welcome. Oh, there you yeah. go. I'm going to see New Joe's as an anniversary present. Maybe. And as a special gift to the Joe community, we didn't ruin all the reveals this year. No, Firefly says it's also the theme from Starcade 85. That's a deep dive, and that is correct. Is that a flare for the gold? No, that was 85. Oh. That gets the that gets the family feud correct segment down too. Wasn't that also in the sequel to Staying Alive? I think it was in Staying Alive. Yeah. Which was the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Oh yes. look at that. Yes. I'll take bad Travolta movies for five hundred, Alex. <laughs> All of them are pulp fiction. <laughs> mm. Maybe. Mm. Wasn't he in Look Who's Talking or something? Yeah, what? so yeah, that, that doesn't that doesn't break the mold. That wasn't terrible. Wasn't good. It's better than Look Who's Talking too. Well, let's uh, let's clear that low bar. <laughs> let's dig a hole, throw the bar in it, and step over. Speaking of clearing that low bar, did I ever tell you about Tim Roberts? <laughs> 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 yes, once or twice. <laughs> All right, we'll let that one go then. You mean that low bar he didn't? I don't. I honestly don't remember what happened, what the relationship was of him to the bar, but I clearly remember him sailing over the pit and just disappearing out of. I would have view. thought he cleared the bar then if he sailed over the pit. It's possible. I think it was a low bar, but. It is kind of interesting to look at this and look like Transformer, Transformers <laughs> gets an hour. That, Joe, Dian that Dianetics movie, Space Something. <laughs> Joe gets an G.I. Joe gets an hour, Transformers gets an hour, Power Rangers just 45. And they who, own that. And who knows how long Marvel or Star Wars will go because they're you know cleaning up so they can go as late as they want, I guess. Right. Star Wars a lot of times. Five hours. Star Wars Marvel runs long, but it's at least entertaining most of the time. Mm -hmm. Star Wars one's long, and a lot of us are boring. I hear a lot of people. I honestly, I've never watched one because I don't really collect Star Wars stuff. 
but I have heard a lot of people complain about the Star Wars presentation. Yeah. And I know, I don't, I know, I know a couple of guys there. I know a couple of guys on the Marvel team and they're good dudes. Yeah. So I'd watch, you know, Dwight and Ryan. And the yeah, yeah. The Marvel, the Marvel ones are normally pretty engaging. It's the, uh, they better be because they're like, here's a villain who appeared in two panels of Spider Man yeah. 15. <laughs> here's the spot, Sod Murray. Andrew Galgan helping out Barking Fridge there. You mean Battlefield Earth? I had a, I had a free pass to see Battlefield Earth. And you paid too much. Yes. Well, I, I went in. Um, I had my big Sprite and my my bag of Skittles, my my theater sized bag of Skittles. And um, about thirty minutes into that movie, I decided it's not getting any better than this. So I was going to leave while I still had some good feelings from my my big Sprite and my bag of Skittles. Wasn't that a, a Barry Pepper? Was in that movie? Yes. Yeah. I really liked him, and his career didn't go anywhere. He was the uh, the badass sniper from Saturday <coughs> Ryan. Yes. Qu- quoting scripture while he was dropping fools. Yes. He was also he Roger was Maris. Roger Maris, right, in 61? Yeah, that was really his last headlining role, but he's worked he's worked pretty steadily since then. Yeah, yeah I just it felt like he was just about to maybe be, become a big thing and it didn't quite happen. But, uh, next news item. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Hey, this is from the Hasbro Pulse Twitter feed. Exciting news, European Union fans. I don't know if that's fans in the EU or fans of the EU. But Go EU! 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 The Hasbro Pulse expansion continues. We are now live in France, Spain, Italy, and Austria. We're so pumped to be able to bring Hasbro Pulse to fans worldwide and just in time for Hasbro PulseCon 2022. So Pulse EU is, is a go. EU, 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 EU. We should paint our chests. It'd be amazing. Mm, no. Are they already in the UK? Yeah. And uh, Germany. So. <coughs> but uh, yes. <clears throat> and uh, along the same t- along the same lines, uh, Joe Colton. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Uh, off Emily Bader's Twitter. I uh, just learned that G.I. Joe Classified is now a Pulse exclusive in the U.K. and E.U. only. Still available to all retailers in the U.S. and other parts of the world. Let you know when and if I hear more about this. And yeah. So that's that's a real kick below the belt to retailers in the U.K. who have been doing some brisk sales on G.I. Joe. And again, this is not Emily's fault. She has nothing to do with this sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but she just was the bearer of bad news, sadly. It is a, uh, a seismic change in Hasbro PR policy. Yeah. That people are allowed to post on, I believe, their own personal Twitter accounts. Break company news. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But I mean, con- considering how often I have to tell you when we post things on the show's Twitter feed, mm-hmm. I, I don't think this would have affected your job too much. Not a big Twitter fan, to be honest with you. But... I'm just saying. But this, I mean, this is exactly what it should be for, right? Short little news bits, bam, bam, bam. Yes. So, uh, a rather, a rather devastating blow to our friends over at all the cool stuff and uh, other folks we know over there, like, like, uh, like the Wells boys. So yeah, no, it's no good, no good, and I hope they hope they fix that situation soon. Yeah. Why would they do that? I don't know. 
It just doesn't seem like there's any upside to that. I, I don't know. Supply lines haven't been as much of a thing there because um, it just hasn't been. They, you know, the 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 target exclusives that we're waiting on here, they've passed through a couple times already. Mm -hmm. UK, you know, uh, are I, they Tiger Force Outback and the Python Patrol guys have been out for some time in in Europe. Is Pulse Product going to have distribution centers in the UK and EU? I, I can't imagine people paying overseas shipping for $25 figures. Don't know. Not, not a lot. Not enough to replace the sales of just being in regular brick and mortar. But <laughs> literally, what do I know? Right. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll hopefully hear more about this because this ought, ought to be a good explanation. Next news item. Do, 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 do. You're quiet tonight, Joe Colton. I was expecting you to be all fired up and just going crazy and screaming like Kermit the Frog, which did happen once. Right. I'm not going to scream about Emily. She's just she's just got to do what she's got to do. Well, yeah, it's not again. It's not her fault. She's not working on her. On that one. Yeah. Just it is a it is an odd business decision. It is bears, an odd business decision. Bears more explanation that I'm not sure we'll get. That's it. Anyways, on Kickstarter now, creating GI Joe volumes nine and ten. If you enjoyed the first eight, I'm sure you'll love nine and ten. I I don't have any of them, so I can't speak to these books at all. But they are well received in the community. Uh, lots of folks ranting and raving and hooping and hollering and love them to death. Um. I, at some point, I, I, I can't buy everything. So it's, it's just sad, but I, I wish I could get it all, but I cannot. Is that the most love the AVAC has ever seen? Front and center on that call? I think that's him. Sure. I don't know. The, there, this, this series isn't chronological. It's just kind of a when he accumulates enough to put out another volume, he puts out another volume. So mm -hmm. I don't know. But anyways, head over to Kickstarter, uh, punch in. Creating GI Joe. If if these are if these books if you've got the series, time to get volumes nine and ten. <laughs> uh, Joe ain't speaking because she's afraid of being turned off. No, that's that's not the case. That's not the case. I just checked and it says here nobody puts baby in the corner. So. Nobody. No, she'll she'll just she'll just punch me in the arm the next time she sees me. It ain't. Although. If you were in the corner, Joe, it'd be harder for Wes to sneak up on you. <laughs> you should really Same. figure out a place where the wall is is behind you. Maybe we could get you a big display case of toys to put behind you to prove that you should be on the air. And, well, she, and then I'm a real fan. That's it. She's got all those Cobras behind her now. That's true. Yeah, but one of them was Wes. One of them's alive. Wes Spentor. <laughs> uh, next news item doo, 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 doo. hey it's time I'm so excited yeah! I've, been waiting, I've been waiting all day for this apparently oh a lot god. of people were because they're PO'd oh my god oh, I so hear how mad people are uh, now, <laughs> I'll, I'll wait till we all get through this whole thing and I'll tell you why Target's brilliant but Target's Fall Geek Out was today. Uh, it's been every Friday for the last several weeks. Uh, Hasbro's reveals were today. And, and they revealed this stuff. Yay! And 
uh, for GI Joe, uh, it's Cobra Island Roadblock and Barbecue. <laughs> they already had in stock. Yeah, but, but they're re they're repainted. No. 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 Barbecue has a has an alternate head. No. 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 Same fucking paint. <laughs> now, on the whole, those Dungeons and Dragons figures are pretty great. Yes. Where's the knight? They left the paladin out. Bastards. I, I, I mean, there there'll be a wave too, man. Relax. Just saying. But uh, but you know, if if you're not interested in the Dungeons and Dragons figures, well, Just today was a bit of a letdown. It is nice to see He-Man off the roids. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Adam. <laughs> that kid's Viking helmet is the best. Yeah, give him that. Especially because the villain only could afford one horn. Right? Yeah. And one thing in his hand. Another horn. Yeah. And uh, the Dungeon Master is the first official Dave Tree action figure. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> Balding Dave Tree. <sighs> So that's redundant, but yes. Yeah. Now dig this. <laughs> One thing Target hasn't been really good at is putting out. Well, they they put out exclusive figures that people want, but then they cancel your pre-order because why would you want the thing you pre-ordered? And then people are mad because they don't get <laughs> the cool figures. So now they have fixed the problem by putting out shitty figures you already own so when they cancel your pre-order you aren't as mad problem solved genius I, I i won't go so far as to call barbecue a shitty figure no but i mean the barbecue is a very good figure he's everybody's got him yeah he's barbecue so he's i wouldn't good. go that far like barbecue at his peak doesn't get people terribly excited yeah really good except figure of a c-level character right except jim butel is he barbecue guy? He's yeah, barbecue. he loves barbecue. I mean, he was a firefighter himself. So okay, then, then, got it. You know, he's biased. That's his. That was that. That's his whole. That's his hero right there, man. You can't. I can't slag barbecue for all that because clearly he inspired at least one man to be a boon to his community. You know I what? All, love that man. You know what all cops and firefighters have in common? What's that? Must they all? They all wanted to be cops when they grew up. Oh, See, now, that's, that's copyright. Mike Weber retired. The other side of that is the firefighter joke is they all wanted to be firefighters. Yeah, it's, it's a great joke because you can amend it to your audience. Right. Right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Cobra Island Roadblock is a curious one because they had clearance. That's the one figure I had ever seen clearanced out from the G.I. Joe classified line. And now he's back at higher full price. Wait, a Kiko doesn't count? I, I never saw a Kiko at clearance. I'm surprised she made it to clearance, right? I thought she was going to die. In, I thought she was going to die. I thought the, she did. Yeah, in the, the second bit. Did. Matt Rubin says, re-releasing Cobra Island Roadblock $2 more than last time isn't the greatest idea ever. That's not correct. That's $5 more than last time. Remember, he came out with Beachhead and the Cobra Soldier. Guy, Cobra Island Roadblock has been out for a while now. A long time. That's longer but, than any of the old real American hero guys were ever on the pegs. But not long enough to forget. No. Yeah. And, and, and I like 
I like that roadblock, but it has the unfortunate hook of being the worst of the roadblocks. If they gave him a different gun and named him Heavy Duty, it would have been ten really? times as good. If they gave him a different gun, it would have been would have been enough. Yeah, because even if you don't mind the laser stuff, that tuning fork gun that he's carrying around has always been a travesty. Look at look how well he's holding it in the Hasbro approved photography too. Uh. <sighs> sideways but yeah yeah a bit of a disappointment if you're at all into gi joe uh one one thing they i did notice they did um they did refill all the open up all the pre-orders for the tiger force and python patrol offerings so if you oh, missed out on those you can jump back in now there you go that's the best thing they did today all right so Joe Colton will be back with us in a few minutes. So when they uh, when they cancel your pre-orders, you can uh, email us and thank Rob. Right. Yeah. Well, look, look. Full confession, I got him on the pulse. But anyway, <laughs> Dick. So Mark, we're gonna have to count on you for sound effects for for next news item. I can do it. Go for it. Next news just, item. Just tell me when. Next news item. Oh, dude, 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 dude. That's right, Kokomo Toys is bringing you Chunky Tank Kitty. That's right. Chunky Tank Kitty will always be part of the newscast. He's part of Chonktober, our special celebration. <laughs> I just love how that cat just has a look on his face like, go ahead, make my day. Come on. <laughs> I'm ready for you. I'm ready for you. And uh, Chunky Tank Kitty is here to remind us that that is the end of the news. And uh, to enjoy a word from our lovely sponsors at Kokomo Toys. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. That's right. For all you people complaining that the community calendar is too loud, how was that? Ah, it'll never change. <laughs> never change. <laughs> Chunky Cat does look kind of like Wilford Brimley. <laughs> Benjamin Kitt says, I'm heading to Kokomo Toys tomorrow. I hope to see a sign on the door saying, as seen on what's on Joe Mind. Right. I think you need to demand that from the proprietor. Don't they have a, a sign-in <laughs> book, I think? They do. So tell them we sent you. Yeah, yeah. Sign in the book and just say, uh, sent by what's on Joe Mind. Mm -hmm. Is Joe Colton back? That's what we're talking She is. Yep. All right. All right. That was quick. Te technical difficulties. Either that or like all the Cobras in her backdrop came to life and pulled her aside. Or she just tied up Wes for the rest of the show. Just for safety. <laughs> Just, how many flag points for the kitty tank? Five. All of them. <laughs> what was the biggest, uh, the largest flag point you ever had? Uh, I think a couple of fivers. I'm trying to think what the great... Well, what we had the, the headquarters. Wasn't that eight? I wasn't. What was the flag? Flag was ten. That's it? Yeah. Never had the flag, so I never would have gotten that. I got the flag, but I didn't have the box. 
I've got a terror. I, the only box like that's cool that I ever saved was the terror drone box, simply because it was good to store it inside. So I should go check, see what my terror drone's worth. Gotta be, gotta be an eight, right? I think better than five. Oh yeah. I remember when I would send stuff in, I wouldn't send the big ones, right? I'd send as many ones as I could to get Major Blood or Sergeant Slaughter or whatever. Right. I wanted to keep the big ones. It was like street cred. <laughs> the twos and the threes from the vamp, they could go to. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah, wasn't the uh, Mobat a five? The Mobat was, was a five. Generally, if you had one of those $12 price point figures that came, or vehicles that came with a figure, that was three. Mm-hmm. If you had a smaller vehicle that did not come with a figure, it was a two. It was one of the real small figure ones, like a trouble bubble or something. It was just one. Mm-hmm. But, I bet an APC was a four. I think so. Maybe. Where? Uh, they had some funky price points back then. Right. Everybody's going to head over to... to 3D Joe's and mm-hmm. grade us out on our our sh- shoddy memories. Yeah, I am on there o- now. If there was only somewhere to check this stuff. Right. All right, headquarters. I was right. Headquarters was an eight. Okay. Uh, Terradrome was a ten. Ooh. What was the and flag? the flag? Twenty five. Uh, let's, let's see. Let's check the flag. Got to be twenty five. Oh, I'm sure it's the massive number, but Barking Fridge says Defiant was twenty. Oh, I have, you know, I have a Defiant box. I forgot about that. Defiant's a massive piece of plastic, so it makes yeah. sense. Massive. It's several pe- massive pieces of plastic. <clears throat> Half a flag point. That's sad. Yeah. It's it's a was that plastic. Was that like the backpacks with the axe on it and stuff? It's not a chunk, but it's a honk. <laughs> the honko. Yeah, like the um, the snake, the snake and the claw, like those small cobra vehicles, were like half flag points, mm. and the accessory packs were half flag points. But what was the flag? Uh, that's what I'm looking. Oh, uh, some, uh, Samantha says twenty. Hans Chow says Terradrome is still the Grail to him. Huh? Yeah, twenty. What's the Terradrome run these days? All told, a good one. Five hundred bucks. Mm. Seven hundred. If you want all the pieces, it's probably more like eight or nine. If you want to use the gas filler upper. Right. Okay. Right. But, um, so uh, we've got a few minutes. We'll take some questions from, from the crowd. Otherwise we'll, we'll turn to uh, Joe Colton. You've been gone for several weeks. Um, First, your thoughts on today. It's good to be back. All right. Excellent. I was thinking more of the, the Target Geek Out event, but sure. It's shit. <laughs> I almost got Mark to spit his drink out. It's great. Yeah, I was totally totally stunned by your use of profanity. Right. <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? <laughs> uh, my virgin ears. So would you say, Joe, that you got this whole going to cons thing out of your system now? No, I'm going to a con next week. Right. So she just came back. We made a big deal about her return, and she's going to take next week off. Did I ever? Uh, I th- I think Tony is asking if you've ever, you know, ever. He, like Tony, he's done a few episodes of the show from his basement. Mm-hmm. Early on, I was on laptop from the from the base, and my basement 
because there, there's no garages in New England. It is like the what? forbidden Thunderdome. Like, <laughs> I don't even go down there, right? Every Like, I have a, de- a dehumidifier down there, right? Because there are some collectibles down there I would like to, you know, keep in relatively good condition. But going down there, man, to even just get the dehumidifier basket out is like taking your life into your own hands. When the cat gets down the stairs, when the door is opened and the cat shoots down there, we just leave it open. And we're like, maybe you'll come back, maybe you won't. But I'm not going down there. Spiders will get them. Yeah. But uh, Tony Retoria, oh. the basement at Hasbro. See, yeah, and this is cool. Uh, people talked about it for months when I was there. Oh, yeah, it's down in the basement. And if it was an old vintage toy, it might have been over um, at their warehouse, which is the saddest thing ever because it's all locked up. And when you go in there, it's just mile after mile of sealed toys that have been baking in a non uh, uh, temperature controlled warehouse with giant windows on the side. So it is it is mile upon mile of blister carded figures that have been untouched and would be perfectly mint from every line ever. And they're all yellow and hanging off the front of the card back. There's they sweep, they sweep up the accessories that have fallen out onto the ground. And it's just a graveyard of sadness actually because of the potential in it. Right. Yeah. Like not, not to be fair. It's not everything, right? But it's a lot. And so, like, there are no uh, Cobra Missile Command Centers in there, right? There there are no, uh, the what's the, the cat, the red uh, hiss tank thing. Like, it's not, you can't just get anything. But the there are, there are four sealed defiance stacked on top of each other. There's a couple of flags sealed, stacked up. And cool, but the basement was different. That was mainly figures, not so much um, uh, vehicles. But you would have to ask somebody in the model shop to go down there and get and look for something for you. You didn't have access down there. And so it was always to me, Willy Wonka's factory, basically, right? Or Santa's workshop. And finally, I got in good enough with the model shop that they let me come with as long as I didn't touch anything okay so you go down these stairs and it's musty as hell you have to wear a mask because the radon levels are through the roof so nobody actually likes going down there but because there's no sunlight the stuff has actually aged better and there's still quite a bit down there but it's not as vintage it goes back like 20 20 years probably however all the people who work down there have mutated into morlocks right and there's there's it's funny cuz it looks it looks like a couple i remember god it was 20 years ago probably they put out an iron man line of figures where the head was cut out of the plastic and like every 50% of them got their heads stolen just popped off right in the aisle. So it was all this headless Iron Man. Uh, and that's what some of it looked like because if a designer went down or they needed to recast just the head of gung-ho or whatever, they would just take a knife and cut the plastic and pop the head and leave the fig because a guy later on might need the arms, right? Or might need the accessory. 
And so you wouldn't want to trash the whole thing because you just needed the head. So it was a little bit like uh, the creepy kid in Toy Stories uh, toy armada because there were a lot of guys missing arms and Dr. Frankenstein's body. Yeah, (laughs) it was weird, but it was it was still cool uh, to get to go down there. But it wasn't neither area is what people probably think it is. Right. That it's this pristine palace of vintage toys, all perfect. Anything you could want. Not quite that. Uh, Hans Chow asks, have you guys looked at the last G.I. Joeberg podcast? I was on it talking 2000s Joes. You just see my handsome visage and hear my semi-expertise on early 2000s Joes. Check it out. Uh, We'll do that. I have to admit to being behind on consuming any kind of toy media. Again, new job this week. And uh, when not doing that, it's been home run watch. Mm -hmm. uh, We're here to see Aaron Judge break records. I'm going to get as much mileage out of that as I can. <laughs> wonder how many years it'll be before a record scratch sound effect is completely irrelevant. Because okay. we're not there yet, but it's coming. Yeah, vinyl's making a comeback. Are you kidding? It's probably more relevant just because, you know, 10 years ago it was like, huh, this thing's, you know, vinyl had been dead for 30 years. And now someone please it's ask to stop. It hurts. I know. And and dude, the the really killer part of it is uh, stuff like I couldn't tell on the Defiance. I never got that close to them. But they had a whole bunch of uh, maulers, and I never had a mauler, so that was all, always my idea. Was I'll get a sealed mauler at some point and won't have to pay a hundred bucks for that microphone. Every one of the maulers was opened. Mm. Everyone. Yeah. Gee, I wonder and what I, part they pulled out. Exactly. Right, like if you were if you were the guy pushing the broom there on the overnight shift, come on. The Jeff Butler says any basement where Gung Ho gets his head cut off is a dark place indeed, and then throws on top of it vinyl LPs now outsell CDs. Yes, also true. true. Yeah, but how do they do against digital downloads? Yeah, no, no. like yeah, nothing. Yeah. Still pretty negligible, but they are growing. It's weird, but it is growing. So, uh, you know, we don't have to go for hours if people don't want to talk tonight. That's fine. Uh, do We'll take a minute and, and remind everyone, if you're watching us on Facebook, go ahead and give us some of our reaction there. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. Uh, if you're catching us on YouTube, uh, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Really appreciate it. Uh, comments. May leave a big boy comment, not just a live stream comment, but a, a comment down below. And, uh, and share us in your social media circles. We Appreciate your help. We appreciate your being here. If you're catching us live, thank you. If you're catching us on replay, thank you too. All counts the same. We love you all. Um, <laughs> sorry, Mark's Mark's putting jokes in the private chat. That's what I'm doing. Because he's inconsiderate. I'm just saying. So, that's uh, Barking Fridge says, so to be edgy, just use a CD skipping effect instead. <laughs> I wasn't ripping on the production value. I was just making a Oh. A, witty, a witty observation. That's oh, what I'm here for. Chonky Kitty's tank. The Meowler. That's love it. I love it. Perfect. That that is that is a keeper. The Meowler. Not the, not the MoCat? No. Ooh. No. I like the Meowler. Well, it's tank. Not the, the not the come on, it's gotta be the Hiss tank. Uh that I I tried to make that work, but I really couldn't make it distinctive. So no, no. I like the Meowler. It is tan. <clears throat> 
Uh, for rack time, Rob, do you collect Valiant? I do not. Why not? Tell us what really think. When we want to talk Valiant, we'll get Carson back in here. He's the Valiant guy. Yeah. Is, that, is that Prince Valiant? Yes. No, no, no. The Valiant comics. Oh, okay. Because Prince yeah. Valiant sucked. He's really got did. terrible hair. Oh. So sorry, Malcolm Zedek. No, no Valiant. No Valiant for Rack Time. I read some of the early Valiants in college. Was, you know. Yeah, they're a fun read. I can't say I was compelled to to keep up with it after that either, but like there's just already there's enough there's enough space being taken up in this skull with superheroes as it is that it's tough to make space for new ones. Plus with all those Spider-Men swinging around. I'm I was uh I was surprised that I took to Invincible the way I did. Yeah, I liked Invincible too. But that was in the free stack at McFarland, so that was an easy grab. Uh Mark Weber, you and I'll take this one. Rank the biggest Vince Russo waste of talent. WCW Bret Hart, WWE Vader, Mike Awesome, Dan Severn, Dr. Death. There's some tragically bad runs there. I would say that uh, top of that list has to be Mike Awesome. Mm. That is a that is a world champion caliber guy who was 10 years ahead of his time. Um, and just he got saddled with uh, that 70s guy and the fat chick thriller. <laughs> And just, uh, I mean, your heart, but your he heart did, for him. He did get to kick the hell out of the insane clown posse. He, and who hasn't wanted to do that? He did throw the skinny clown off the top of a school bus. And tried to grab him to save his life on the way down. Oh, I didn't want to kill you. But for as annoying as those guys' music are, supposedly they're really, they're really nice to their fans. So I can't. I'll, I'll, I'll give them this. You know? They went to wrestling and they were willing to get the just the shit kicked out. Yeah, that, that they did. So most celebrities show up and they don't really dip their toe in, or they have to be shown really well. Speaking of shown really well, ah, it's all kinds of weird cameos today. But you you said like West to come back. Mike Awesome was you know world title caliber, and I I agree with you used correctly. But Bret Hart was the sitting world champion of the bigger federation. Right. But, I mean, at least in WCW, they did give him the title at some point, right? Yeah, but they, they missed like, It was him. terrible. It was awful booking. Oh, I used him but, terrible. But I think the fact that they at least tried to cover the base says, yeah. I mean, WWE Vader is a bigger waste than WCW Bret Hart because they never gave Vader the big belt because Shawn Michaels threw a hissy fit because he hit him too hard. Right. He hits too much. And I think Severn had limited upside because you just could not talk. Yeah, could he was, not. He was, not talk. Uh, he was very convincing. If you put a, a microphone in his face and he said something simple within five seconds, like "I'm gonna kick your ass" because yeah. you believed him, but that was all he had. No, he needed. And, well, um, honestly, I'm Mr. Cornette guy, but he needed a mouthy manager to make that work. And yeah, he's he the best it. Paul Heyman guy that never was. Yeah, and then Doctor Death is is a terrible story because he was legit one of the toughest guys in any locker room, right. and then they put him in a legit box in a legit boxing shoot boxing thing, and he never boxed in his life. Right. So he tore a hamstring, but kept trying to fight and got knocked cold. Yeah. So, and great. Then within a few years, was dead from cancer. So it was wasn't not, not good timing. 
didn't they put Hawk in that too, Brawl for All? Yeah. Like, 20 years building the Road Warriors up is unstoppable. And then you're just going to peel that away in two and a half minutes for the, Bart the Gunn. For all, yeah, the Brawl for All wrecked a lot of careers. So but um, but Dr. Death is kind of like Dan Severn in that there's not a lot of microphone skill there. Yeah, that's true. Like he, he was a big deal in Japan because in Japan, the storyline is huge American Gaijin comes out and, and tears your arm off. But yeah. that, you need more than that American wrestling. And I don't know if, if Steve Williams had that. So well, and, and they teamed him up with Terry Gordy over there yeah. as like the suicide violence connection or something. They had yeah. a great name. Fantastic. Absolutely. And their job was to go out and break <laughs> shit. And that's what they did. They were fantastic. But it doesn't necessarily work for American audiences. We, yeah. we like things a little bit goofy in our in our uh, fancified fake fighting. Joe yeah, Colton, my- any thoughts on this? No? Yeah. All right. So I, I'm going with Mike Awesome out of that list. I'm going with Hart. I got nothing. But, uh, Michael Johnson wants to know, Rob, are you a fan of Howard Chaykin? Uh, it depends. Chaykin indulges in a lot of his own excesses at times. Um, and in fact, he is the proud author of the worst thing I've ever read in my life. Um, dead game. No. This God it makes dead game look like, uh, you know, some Pulitzer prize winner. Oh, never read the, the DC miniseries <clears throat> twilight. Never. Uh, Matt Rubin asked, do you think we'll hear about the next comic book <clears throat> company that will get the Hasbro licenses at PulseCon? I, I don't nope. think hear that. I, I don't think that's something that has rose past past rubber stamping. I don't I don't think that they're too involved with it. Because <laughs> I think they'll let it breathe a little bit. It isn't like the IDW license runs out December thirty first and the new book is going to be January seventh. Right. right. There will be a little bit of dead time, and that's fine. Yeah. There'll but it, it would be it, especially because they're gearing up towards three hundred. It would be rude. You would really be a poor partner to, you know, announce the great big, oh, let me make something up. Uh, I don't know. Right. Well, I mean, if you're going to build to a big 300th issue, yeah. it's not a not the worst thing in the world to let it breathe for a couple months. Right? Yeah, yeah. But you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to announce, you know, Todd McFarlane's taking over G.I. Joe. Can't wait. Super exciting. Oh, and by the way. 300 IDW is coming out too. Yeah. Can't do that. Uh, Jeff Butler asked, uh, Mark has wanted new characters for classified. What about making crosshair and other new characters in the last 20, 20 years who are mostly unknown? I think we've advocated for that on several occasions. That's a good point. Uh, Jeff misspelled the word everyone though. We spelled it as Mark um, because everyone wants new characters, right? It's what a the whole... No, it's what everyone wants. The whole brand was built on, you know, the the line being 80% new characters every year, maybe even more, right? Like, and the only redos you got were, you know, white hot can't misses. And you didn't even get that many snake eyes or scarlets back in the day because new blood sold. And so, yeah, I'm all right with, with crosshair or, you know, stiletto or tombstone, love tombstone done right. Um, but I want, I want all brand new and, so, and they've done, it's funny. I need to give them a little bit more credit. They've done some of that with repaints, like the blue ninja two pack that came out this week. 
is fantastic for what it is, right? If that's what they had allocated for tooling and item count, then what they did was super creative and it is new and they deserve credit for it. They, they are pretty great. I've got them right over there. They're yeah. neat. Yeah. And it doesn't, I mean, they're not based on anything and it's a little bit weird because there, there are a completely different style of blue ninja as a major plot point in the comic right now, but that's the kind of stuff that's, that's good. I mean, it's, it's still not a full step, but it is going in the right direction. Look at that. You bring him close enough to the camera. He's a red ninja. And Joe's like, Ooh, reaching through the screen. Come over here, <laughs> but uh, blue. Eh. Tony Renteria asks, "How much for the license? Twenty bucks, same as in town." Diana Davis asks, "Rob, are you reading something that's killing the children?" Uh, no, but I have been reading from Boom, um, Once in Future, which deals with Arthurian myth and legend. All right, I thought you were mentioning kind of something is killing the children. No, it's more of a horror thing, which I normally don't get into, but. Um, can any of you explain why Roadblock speaks in rhyme? It's a syndrome of some kind. He didn't really do it that often. So I, I like I I, en I enjoy the joke when he's brought back and, and is speaking in rhyme all the time. But if you watch those old Sunbow episodes, it didn't happen all the time. Roadblock seemed pretty well adjusted. Mm. Paul's, Paul's got an interesting question. Mr. Sidaway. Uh... Hang on, I'm, I'm not quite there yet. Okay. That's called foreshadow. Right. Uh, Firefly asks, uh, do you think they'll ever make CM Punk as a Cobra? Cobra Commander got punched by his underlings multiple times. CM Punk would fit right in. <laughs> um, you know what? He's got a big Cobra symbol on his shoulder. So mm -hmm. if there's a pro wrestler that's mainstream enough besides Sergeant Slaughter to get a plastic toy made out of him in another toy line, it's probably that guy. So I wouldn't yeah, he's really. At, he's at AEW now, so... Kind of. Sort of. Yeah, he might, I wonder, he might be unemployed and like, right? I wonder, as big a Joe fan as he is, I wonder if when he punched Nick Jackson, if he thought Matt Jackson would feel the pain. <laughs> you know, shouldn't have messed with him. Right. Oh. Uh, Cornelius McGillicuddy asks, what non real American hero characters would you guys like to see in Classified? Uh, Crosshair came up. I've, again, I've advocated for that character specifically. A couple of times. Bomb strike would be neat. Barrel roll would be neat. Helix, uh, Helix would be great. Yeah. Deal there, is in the comic book. Yeah. There's a there's a higher up at Hasbro, a uh, smart one too, who loves Helix. Right. Really? So she's not. She ain't going away anytime soon. Yeah. And and of course, Don Moreno. Which yeah yeah. But I mean, come on, stiletto shooter. And tombstone from from the real golden age. Of yeah. Yes. Uh, jungle. I'm uh, our uh, shadow tracker. That guy was awesome. That guy was awesome. I think he honestly he gets forgotten because that era and and John Warden talked about that like year and a half, and he was like, yeah, they kind of forgot about us. So we had a ton of item count and a ton of uh, of tooling dollars. And we pretty much got to do whatever we wanted with no oversight. Take advantage. So if people wonder why Pursuit of Cobra was so great, it was some really good, forgot about them. really good designers were just running loose with no oversight.
And I don't want to shame marketers because that's what I did. But Joe has had a lot of bad marketers on it over the years. And at that time, no. sometimes they say no leadership is better than bad leadership. There you go. Pursuit of Cobra. Cornelius McGillicuddy wants to know, why does Joe hate robots? R-O-B-U-T-S, uh, by the way. Robot. Robots. Um, like, I'm not but, a huge Transformers fan. Like, meh. Yeah, we, but like, we oversell it a little bit for the yeah. show, but it's just not her cup of tea. Yeah. But Borg are okay, Borg. right? Say again? Borg are okay, right? Borg are definitely, they're, they're, they're yeah. cyborgs. They're cyborgs. Terminator, you're cool with Terminator, right? I am. Okay. I just don't like Transformers. Like, okay. I'm not judging you. I'm just trying to better understand oh, Mark, what the rules are. Absorbvids doesn't want new characters. Then you're going to be happy for a long time, my friend. As you watch. See, Cobra Saboteur, he's feeling what I'm throwing down there. Dude. Someone say Mike Awesome. I love him growing up watching the ECW. He feud with Tanaka was consistently 11 out of 10 on the crazy factor. Only 11? I remember him. Guy. Holy shit, those guys he, used to burn the house down. I remember him hitting Tanaka with two of the most evil, over-the-head, full-on chair shots ever. And Tanaka no-sold both of them. And so he hit him with a third one that on a scale of 1 to 10 was about a 58. <laughs> <laughs> he just cleaned his clock. Like, oh, oh my God. I think that guy woke up in the ECW arena a week later and not like he was unconscious, like he literally got knocked into the future. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That one and totally separate bit, but look it up somewhere. Jeff Hardy once hit Lesnar in the face with a chair and it sounds like a cannonball gets shot and Lesnar doesn't even fall. No, he staggers back, but he doesn't go down. It's what the manliest thing ever, I think. Yeah, and then supposedly backstage, laughed it off. Right, most guys would be really upset about that. Lesnar's like, yeah, it happens. Well, especially because he took it in the face, right? Oh. Full on. Uh, Paul Sinaway asked Mark, would Hasbro have to rework a deal for Stiletto with Justin Bell? I don't uh, know. No, because Justin Bell didn't create Stiletto. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I think all of those characters got signed over to Hasbro as part of that deal, wasn't it? Yep, they own them, I think, in perpetuity. So uh, that's Bill Nedro's uh, character. And uh, if I had a little bit longer, I would have made the other three finalists. I would have made, uh, oh, shoot, I'm going to blank, blank on their names. But it was uh, Baroness's bodyguard. And he was a badass. And it was Adventure Team Marcus, who was, you know, for, for the era that was honoring, he was super cool. So he would have made it in. And then uh, Justin Bell had, I think it was Whisper, right? Yeah. It was a, kind of a Viper-ish looking yes. uh, Cobra Ninja in, in the, uh, the the Baklava. Balaclava? Balaclava. or something. Look at that. There she is. She's in she's in witness protection. She survived she survived the movie and they're like, God damn. She put on a fox mask. <laughs> you lived? Ooh. Uh, lady. Uh, while I'm semi-obsessed with them, what's your honest opinion on getting classified October guard figures in the near future? No, oh, that'd be cool. Uh, that'd be great. I I I don't know 
how likely it is, but I, I think the, I think the super popular ones have a better chance than some of the others. Yeah. Like Breckoff, Dana, Horror Show have a good chance. The other guys, not so good of a chance. And I'm pulling for him. I'm thinking maybe Russia should get the hell out of Ukraine first. Yeah. Before Hasbro makes heroic Russian things. And, and stop, Unless stop they want to make them make villains. Burn. Make I, them I, villains if you want. I mean, they yeah. were kind of originally. Yeah. I, I would classify them as antagonists. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, but if you want evil Russians, check out Thick in the Crotch, bro. Some random guy just brought us Greek food. Well, share. Jeez. Is that a problem in that neighborhood? <laughs> Salty Phil Donnelly's my favorite. Yes, at this point, I don't think Hasbro even knows there are any other factions, let alone make toys of them, right? Uh, I mean, we just got Dreadnought number two, so maybe maybe they're a little aware. Hey, just give them some time. Right. <sighs> so why don't we go ahead and stretch into what we got in? Oh, I got a big one this week. All right. Well, go ahead and lead it off then. All there right. You go. All right. Well, I got uh, I, I got something cool and yet unfortunate at the same time. Oh, well, let me get you in the big screen. Hang on. Yeah. Is that I don't know what that is. Mr. Mr. Freeze? Mr. Freeze. The name is Fleas. Learn it well for yes. the chilling sound. Sadly, however, doom. there's uh, some kind of thing going on at Warner Brothers where they will not allow any DC characters to be pictured with a gun. Even a ridiculous looking freeze gun that looks like it's made out of PVC and cardboard. So he has no freeze gun. He can't even come with it if it's no. not in his hand? Yeah. Mm -mm. No, I mean, like I said, it, it could be like a ray gun laser or something like that. Nothing, no handheld gun-like weapon. Yeah, they, I mean, they're doing like a Captain Cold, and he's got like some wrist blaster thing. I mean, it's just that's rough. I, I I get like no images of it, or maybe they can't be holding it in the package. Yeah, that's I mean, garbage. Well, I mean, I mean, plus something too. Like I said, that looks like you know something a a five year old would have slapped together with you know paper right. towel rolls. You know, I I need a I need one with a speech chip that goes ice to see you, Batman. <laughs> But they wild about the one, uh, the auto premature one. So yeah. Are are you gonna get the gonna hurt you a little bit stroke figure yeah, that comes good. with no weapons at all? Uh no no. I'm, yes. I'm getting basically I'm getting like the the McFarlane the superpowers ones and the um the Batman sixty six. He actually does have paper towel rolls. Yeah. And then I got uh, from Walgreens, shockingly appearing on their website that I was able to order. Baron Zemo. There you go. Captain Fuzzy Shoulders himself. That's right. And uh, from uh, Tomorrow's Publishing, I got The Team-Up Companion. A, a, a comprehensive guide to the team-up comics of the 70s and 80s, like Brave and the Bold and Marvel Team-Up. And then... Wasn't there right. a Correct me. Uh, lead everybody in on that rob but a chapter on the new scooby-doo mysteries yes uh, there is a chapter on the new scooby-doo mysteries where they you know he would team up with like the Globetrotters and sunny and chair and that guy would pull like surfboards out of his afro yeah oh, that's the super globetrotters that's different yeah. oh was it yeah, yeah it was just the regular globetrotters oh, okay and but here, here here's the here's the big one oh Ooh, very nice 
almost perfect, dare I say. Mm. Almost. Almost. Sweet Crimson Guard action from Big Bad Toy Store. So is two enough? Or are there more? Oh, I got two still more on the, from the pulse. Okay. Yeah, he's he's got a lot. They're they're his jam. They're that's a fantastic figure. So what else you got, Rack Time Rob? Uh, that was it. All right. Mark, what'd you get in? I got in what I think everybody got in, right? I got the blue ninjas. Do you want to see the tissue paper? Do you want never mind? No. But uh, Tony Renteria asks, how the heck is everyone getting the guards? Everybody who ordered from Big Bad Toy Store. Yeah. Is getting their guards. And the and the the one rip on Big Bad is, oh, their stuff comes in so late. Not this time. Not always. I mean, their stuff comes in, period. Yeah. That's it. Like, if you have to get your stuff, if you have to be the first kid on your block, I get it. But their stuff comes in. They pack it perfectly. Pile of loot's great. I'm, I've been big, bad, loyal for, God, 20 years probably. Long time. Former sponsor of the show. I have to talk to, let me talk to Joel. I'll get it squared away. Yeah, good. Good. You do that. Oh, yeah. How come we didn't see Zemo dance? feel like that was a missed opportunity. What else you get in, Mark? That's it. It was light week. Joe Colton, what'd you get in? So I, too, got my blue ninja. <laughs> Will they be able to hold off the swarm of red ninjas in your house? No, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> run, blue ninja, run. They can, they can work as kind of like officers for your red ninjas. No. I, I, look, I'm trying here. <laughs> she shot that one down. Right? I mean, she's disgusted by that. That would be Satan, right? Isn't he the red ninja storm shadow guy? Yes. Yeah. Played for the <laughs> played for the Sabres for yep. a long time. Yes. I couldn't convince Todd McFarlane to make a Miroslav Shatan figure. Because I wanted to see Walmart's head explode when we had a, an assortment that had eh, Gretzky and Lemieux and Satan. But anyway. you, mean, you mean the same Walmart that was putting spawn figures on? Hmm. Anyway, my apologies. Back to Joe. Uh, and then, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but I also collect Mythic Legions figures. So he's pretty cool. Yeah, you ain't lying. <laughs> Yeah, so, and then I got, uh, they did another round of one of the costume, the characters I did, um, Artemis, but they made her kind of no wings, more of a ranger, and then she's got um, a different kind of arm and just a sword instead of, like, giant wings and a giant, like, long bow, so... So they couldn't have done that version first to take it easier on you. <laughs> One of the guys is like, you're gonna make those uh iridescent, like sparkly kind of uh color changing wings. And I was like, no. No. Fool. Have you, you seen have my a thousand dollars? Then yeah. Have you seen my flying bat tentacle dress though? Right. That was pretty sweet. Thank really, you. you need to you need to put together something that we can we can put on the on the channel here with all of your costumes. Oh, that's a lot of costumes. 
<laughs> or, or maybe maybe even just the ones you took to Dragon Con, which is still a lot of costumes. Yeah. But yeah, I like, do that. You need you need to do stuff like that. Okay. We need to show that off. Okay. We're gonna coax her out of her shell sooner or later. Right? Jesus. I uh it's funny because I hadn't worn the so I, I had to get the Fem Trooper because Sarah and I did the Fem Troopers at Dragon Con. And the way that I do it, yeah. Um, was that the lead photographer for the con itself was like, you're bringing it to her. And she's like, well, I'm only going to do it if like Joe does it. And so she's like, so you have to bring this. And I was like, okay. And she's like, damn it. And so like, I later find out that's how he bribed her. So I was like, oh, you just told me we were doing this. And she's like, yes, I was hoping you'd say like, no, because <laughs> it's hot. You got anything else in, Joe? Uh, I got, yes. So. I thought it was alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a giant bottle. That's a lot of booze. <laughs> Holy what smokes. Exactly is this because your 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 backdrop is kind of eating into it a little bit. Yeah. Can you see it now? Yeah. I, I see the snowman. Yeah. He lights up. Hold on. Little radioactive snowman. It's gonna melt. Gazebo. So I got a Christmas thing. So for the people who don't know, who like are new to our channel, is I'm a, a crazy person with Christmas. And then I got a new cookbook. It's got cookie recipes. It it actually does. It has like a different way to make chocolate chips, which I'm going to try. A different way, as in not Cajun. I <laughs> not baked Alaska. Not black. Not black enough. The last one tastes like styrofoam. We we respect that you keep trying, but we're gonna have some fun with it while it's still being worked on. Yeah, the only ones I've made well are the ones that Maggie told me to move out of the way and just like took over, and then allowed me to put them on the pan. So you didn't really make those, is what you're saying. Um, I started to, and then she said, what are you doing? And I was like, well, this is what the recipe so is. So you didn't actually make those? Um, she told me when to mix. And then she handed me, like, things to put in the bowl. And Did then she, apparently I wasn't mixing right. So she took she away came into the kitchen and took the rosemary out of your hand, I'm sure. <laughs> the paprika. <laughs> How many cups of cookie, Sherry? And then she asked me what I had, if I had some sort of ingredient. And I was like, no. And she was like, how are you making these? And I was like, they don't call for it in this recipe. <laughs> and was it, was it flour? <laughs> so you lied to her is what you're saying. No, no. She makes them a certain way and like they're delicious. And like, I'm going to master this chocolate chip cookie. All right, we need we need to get her we need to get her uh, you know some time with with Stinky so she can get some baking lessons. Right, right. I've made cheesecakes. I've made we, bread. No, we know you're a really good cook. That's why it's so bizarre that one of the most basic recipes of all time completely eludes you. Yeah. So I wanted to make these thin, um, like French cookies. They literally have like a minute after you, so that you have to flatten them. You bake them flat, you take them out, and then you roll them. And you have like a minute to roll these things and then like drizzle chocolate on them. And I told my mom that I'm making this like 
complicated French cooking. He's like, could you just please try a chocolate chip cookie again? <laughs> I was like, I'm terrified of this stupid cookie because every time. Right. But I'll try them. Wes won't. <laughs> He's been burned before. Well, he'll try them, but first he will dial nine and Literally. then one and then hold off yeah. on that, that last one. Just yeah, that. he um he got stuck with one once. Like <laughs> just kind of like stop and just like you know, a wife making terrible cookies and forcing her husband to try them is why wrestling crowds say what? Every Monday on Raw. Mm. Mm. Yeah, what I, I mean, it's so complicated. It's just a fucking cookie. Everybody saw what I got in already. I just got blue ninjas, so that, that's we're not missing anything on that segment there. But to, to pile on the Miroslav Satan uh, stories, mm. I have one of those similar to that. Uh, when I worked for Dick Sporting Goods, um, the Cubs got themselves an expensive right fielder from Japan named Kosko Kosuke Fukudome. And um, so I'm working the front end at the Dick Sporting Goods, and we have some Chicago Cubs jerseys up towards the front of the store. We're in Indianapolis. It's kind of a Cubs town, kind of a Reds town, kind of a whatever town, but whatever. We, we, we carried some Cubs stuff. And um, and so this, this woman comes up to me and says, I thought this was a reputable sporting goods store. Why do you have those jerseys? This is racist. And I'm like, ma'am, what do you mean? And clearly she thought that, um, you know, this name was something that it most certainly is not. Right. It was a request with a Bell Biv DeVoe song on the end of it. Right. Right. And, um, and so, yeah, I had to explain to her that, no, ma'am, that's actually how the right fielder for the Cubs spells his name. And I'm sorry you have to know that that offends you. Um, I mean, similarly, another job I had in retail, I, a woman uh, explained to me that she thought the, um, the, the music that we were playing over the store's PA was a little, a little too urban, her word. Mm. And it was Linda Ronstant. <laughs> no lie. <Blue> Bayou. <laughs> And y'all know that I'm Linda Ronstadt for life, man. Right. <laughs> Linda Ronstadt. So yes, too too urban. Oh, uh, my, my really personal favorite was uh, when the uh, after nine eleven, and you know, and there's the whole anthrax thing going on in the mail and stuff like that. This woman came, you know, in hysterics out of the women's restroom saying that there was a white powder in the restroom and then she then informed us that it was on the baby changing station mm -hmm. who yeah. does coke on a baby changing station i know right it's but you know that was you know it that was the, the style at the time Jeez. yeah uh, michael Johnson's gonna be baby powder man the key to cookies oh. is mixing the dry ingredients together and adding it to the wet ingredients to mix and refrigerate between batches and use fresh baking soda and you've already lost her, Michael. That's too many steps. But thank you. <laughs> I I ain't ever done none of that, and they turn out okay. Right. Well, I mean, you just cut them off the log, and they're, they come out okay. <laughs> there is a shortcut. 
So what do you say we go ahead and get into shout-outs? Racktime Rob, go ahead and kick us off. All right. Shout-out to the custodial staff at Carmel High School for boiling my bathrooms yesterday. Because <laughs> after yesterday, they needed it. <laughs> Holy sandblast. Holy. Yeah. I, I, I heard they brought, it was either they that brought, or the CDC was going to declare it a hot zone. I heard they brought an exorcist in. Was oh, that really good necessary? Lord. That's about where I was yesterday. Oh. The young priest got caught in traffic. Yeah. What else you got, Rob? Uh, and thanks to the studio audience. Thanks for watching. Thanks for the questions. All right. Mark no Weber. Thanks. No thanks to Target. Shout it out, Mark Weber. Uh, let's give a shout out to uh, Marauda Rubin, who is recovering from a, a significant health scare, but is back online being snarky. So you can tell he's feeling better. Right, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> to uh, Marauder Rubin, good for him. And uh, to the lovely and conspicuous by her absence, Mrs. Weber, uh, who is celebrating our 24th anniversary this week by going across an ocean. Sounds about <laughs> to right. Get, to get away from me. Sounds uh, about right. But yeah, 24 years ago in a really, really hot September evening. In uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Mr. Rob, Mrs. Weber, tied the applause for the hot show. Twenty-four, not bad. Joe Cole not applauding. Doesn't care about the hot show's twenty-four years. Tough room. Does not care. I know, really. Wow. Tough room. She's she gave polite golf applause. <laughs> She's. That's I it. believe. I believe that's a show of solidarity for for the lovely <laughs> Miss Elizabeth, who is still under the tyranny of Daddy Law. That's right, Daddy Law. <laughs> Till Wednesday. Oh, and yeah, and too, I coach a uh, a Christian uh, <coughs> schools middle school co-ed soccer team, and we played West Bay on Wednesday. And I'm not going to use the kid's real name. Let's just call him LeBron James because he's an eighth grader who is six foot eight and two hundred and thirty pounds. Nice. And he gave one kid a concussion, broke another one's foot, and knocked two other kids, one of whom my daughter, out for the game. And when I mentioned to their coach, none of it was dirty. He was just totally out of control. Hey, man, can I talk to you for a second? That guy is killing my kids. He was like, what are you going to do? I don't know. Maybe try coaching them so that he's not murdering your children. Yeah. They subbed him out. We scored two and one, two to one. Bam! Take that. That's all I got. Joe Colton, shout it out. I'm going to do a shout out to my mom. Yay. Bring her in. Bring her in. We'll shout her out live. She's she's uh smoking right now. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Um uh for helping me and taking care of me. And then uh my husband, the wrist lock, who has been wonderful. Also seen. Good out of me. It was great. He's right. right behind you, by the way. They're in the house. Right. right. I know I'm going to get up and he's just going to like jump out of the corner and get the shit at me again. Wearing a folded up cowboy hat on one side just for giggles. <laughs> and a fake mustache. <laughs> I'll just start throwing random shit that's on the table around me. Um, how'd, you, how'd you like the snowman in a lantern, Wes? Yeah. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to William. Um, who is on his way to RetroCon right now. And hopefully he finds some Joes and brings them back and sends me pictures of things that I might want to buy. 
Where's given the stories of his driving, hopefully he finds retro. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's up in PA. Why, why didn't you tell us about it? We didn't have it on the community calendar or nothing. What about that? We didn't want people going up there and taking Wes's toys away from him before he could buy them. Or not Wes, William, sorry. I guess. Didn't we have RetroCon on there one time? Yeah, you did. Last year. I, I think last week we had RetroCon. Yeah. You've yeah. had RetroCon on before. Because I've explained RetroCon. that it's like a garage sale. Yeah. All right. Maybe I just don't remember. What else you got, Joe Colton? That's it. All right. I'm going to give a shout out to our, our live viewers. We we love you. Everybody who's catching us on recording, we love you too. If you're listening to us on audio, we, we love you too. We, mm-hmm. we love everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We really appreciate it. We wouldn't do it without you. I uh, want to give a shout out to our, our wonderful co-hosts, uh, to Racktime Rob, uh, to the honcho Mark Weber, and a welcome back to to Joe Colton. Now get the hell back out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, Captain. You just showed up. Now you're just going to go take out take out another week. Uh, give a shout out to to our our man Aaron Judge, who's giving us lots of uh, non you know non Joe entertainment, breaking a home run record, digging it. Not well, yet, not happening yet, but it'll happen. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> right next week, we'll be celebrating it. We'll be doing the show Saturday evening, tanked, drunk. That'll be fun. It'll be a good show. (laughs) (laughs) Want to give a shout out to our lovely sponsors of Kokomo Toys. Uh, We haven't sung the theme song for a few weeks. Oh, yeah. Without Joe Colton here. So uh, let's go ahead and do that now. Uh, Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. It is better as a quartet. It is. Yeah. Truly. It brings out the rich harmonies. It scares the guests when we do the, the Kokomo Toys theme song. Did I ever tell you about the time I was in a barbershop quartet in Skokie, Illinois? And uh, mostly, shout out to you if you're seeing this right now. See, I'm just blowing right through that. Don't don't care. We're not stopping. <laughs> We're getting out. We're getting out. Getting out now. <laughs> if you are within earshot of hearing these words, we appreciate you. <coughs> Remember, if you're watching us on Facebook, give us some kind of reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. Uh, like and subscribe on YouTube. Do all the cool YouTube stuff. Uh, we really appreciate it. Share us in your uh, social media circles. We've got all kinds of social media contacts down below. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are on TikTok. We are on Facebook. Uh, we are on Instagram. Uh, we are have a Kofi, a coffee, Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. It's just coffee. Okay. But uh, we've got one of those accounts, too. Uh, you can see our, our monthly sponsors at the end of the show. You want to get your name up on the credits at the end of the show? Go ahead and become a monthly sponsor. That's that's the only tier we've got right now, but that's all it takes. You want to give us a dollar a month, that gets your name in the credits. And frankly, a dollar a month is fantastic. We love a dollar a month. Um, we've also got uh, the Swag Shop with a link down below. 35% off T-shirts this week. Uh, so if you've been holding off on getting a What's on Joe Mind t-shirt, especially now with the new logo, mm-hmm. um, get yourself one of the, we've got explosion, we've got no explosion, you take your pick. You get the sweat, you get the t-shirt, sweatshirt, coffee mug, whatever you want. It's 35% off on T Public this weekend, so get yourself on that one. But uh, for my co-hosts, for Mark Weber, 
for Rob, for Joe Colton. Everybody, everybody, just take a look at Joe Colton now, because she won't be back again for another week. <laughs> She's at a con. Right, I know. Which con? I'm leaving her in the big picture too. It's cosplay world. Ooh. See, it's that's she's like the keynote speaker. She's yeah, like G.I. Joe cosplay. She's the co-host with the Comosis. <laughs> Thanks for joining in this episode of What's On Joe Mind. We'll be back on Saturday uh, with a, a recap of the Hasbro uh, PulseCon panel for G.I. Joe. Uh, more, more, uh, more details as we figure them out. Uh, pay attention to our social media again. <coughs> Well, as our good friend Vagon says, stay safe. And if you can't, be careful. Uh, have a great rest of the weekend. Yo, Joe. <laughs>